Magazine. I'm Victor. And I'm Nick. And here we are. We're here another week. We got things to talk about, stuff going on, people about to go to jail, you know, all these great things. Um, (laughs) We just had the midterm election and it was glamorous. Um, (laughs) I mean, it it was a lot. And I knew, well, for locally, for Kentucky, I knew it was going to be some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, duh, y'all don't, y'all don't want nice things down here. It's okay. But other, like around the country, I was very grateful that people came out and voted. You know, we had our first Iranian, um, I think he's a senator or Cron- I would say Congresswoman. Uh, first Iranian, first Muslim, first black senator from Massachusetts. We had our first uh, openly gay governor from Colorado. We had uh, like 19 black female judges, mm-hmm. uh, one in Texas. We had, uh, it was a lot of local local Democratic winners. Uh, Scott Walker lost, which was funny. <laughs> Scott Walker he had uh, made up this, uh, he had implemented this law that said if the, basically in layman's terms, if the votes are too close to call, then no recount will be issued. (laughs) So his votes were too close to call and he couldn't issue a recount because of the law that he implemented. So I was like, that is divine justice right there. Um, As far as these, as far as Florida being Florida, I mean, Florida just doesn't want nice things. And I don't think Florida deserves Gillum, even if he ends up losing. The same as Georgia. Everybody thinks that Atlanta is the only city in Georgia. You know, a lot of Atlanta is racist and country and hillbilly-fied. So, yeah. Did you have to wait long when you voted? No. Well... Actually, yeah, I'm going to take that lie back because I, <clears throat> luckily, because I can get home now in about 20-something minutes, I was able to go and get in the line. It was a little long um, because they moved our voting place. It used to be in a bigger community center. They moved it to a Lutheran church, and it was a little smaller, but it didn't take too long. It was about, like, maybe 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was, I mean, we had a lot of things that we had to vote for here in California. Um the one thing that was kind of sad that we didn't really get is the Prop 10 and the Prop 10 would have made more rent controlled because these rents, for example, like my rent, when I first moved to my place, um, I was only paying like maybe 650 a month. Now I'm paying um, like 850, maybe 900 every other month, which is not too bad. Um, but, you know, you think about like, I went, that's a $300 damn Increase, yeah. I'm just like that's three hundred dollars that could be put on just anything else, you know, like trips or savings or you know whatever. And so you know, you think about like rent control, how that could be really helpful because a lot of people here in California are struggling and living to like. There's like five people living in two bedroom apartments, (laughs) like it's going on, and that lost. But in all, and I wasn't really a long line, but. You're right. It's when you think about what they don't deserve. 
and these recounts and you know the florida's going through this recount which is funny because uh i love how fox news is like all of a sudden here come all these mystery ballots i'm like bitch that is what the mail that is the mail that is what right how are you gonna say they mystery ballots and (laughs) people are saying like this is what i was supposed to do and the ballots are coming back return to sender but it was a paid like paid postage like it, it doesn't even make any sense i know and i was like that's the mail and it was funny because somebody took a picture of like what of the mailman coming in like well here are all the ballots and then you also saw like when they found ballots in closets um the machines weren't even hooked up there were no wires i mean there were no cords to it mm-hmm. a lot of foolishness and it made me really think about like well hell if we're just now discovering the foolishness now what has been happening in the for all these other years. Yep. Well, like Rick Scott, what if the truth is you was never supposed to have won because of this mess we're seeing right now? Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, Florida has never been on top of it after the 2000 election. Like, they've been trying, but this just proves that they've just been a mess from the gate. But, you know, you know, Andrew may still win um, as well as, you know, Stacy may win as well. I mean, it's funny how this is now becoming we in recount mode in Florida. Um, it's just really interesting. And I love, not love, but it's just, it's funny to me how all of a sudden this is, you know, the right to vote has become, it's cheating. I was like, this is what you're supposed to do. This is why we fought for this is democracy all of a sudden now they you saying people are cheating because you losing like that's not how it works. And so I kind of hope for them to fail. So therefore, you know, you are out of here. Like I want Rick Scott out. And I'm. And another thing is white women. Let's talk about it. Y'all, I'm just going to be honest. I've already have trust issues with white women anyway. But mm-hmm. the fact that y'all consistently find it in your heart to vote against your own interests, I don't know. I know what it is because y'all enjoy white patriarchy patriarchy can never say the word y'all love it because it protects you for some reason you love being protected by this type of foolishness i guess if you know all you got to do is you know not really work and you just have the kids you know it's funny i used to work in property management i saw that i saw it like you know they were happy as long as they're not working they're not paying the bills they're just raising the kids uh-huh. and do that stuff and y'all have stayed with that i watch our documentary uh, when Nancy Pelosi's daughter was talking to a woman who was like 47 and she's working as somebody who goes in and sprays bugs at the, at the pool. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was like, oh, I want a better job. I want all this. And we were like, well, girl, you know, they tried to, Obama tried to do all this great things for you. And you talking about you need a president to help you get a better job. And right now you out here spraying bugs. That that's your fault because you had people who was trying to give you jobs and you didn't, but you, you decided to vote for somebody who will keep you broke and poor looking trashy while y'all sit up here talking about y'all can't afford food. Well, that's, that's on you and white women. Y'all need to wake up and realize that this is not even working for you. It just protects you until something goes down and then you out there on your own. That's why every time we see these Lifetime movies, y'all always the first one broke down, ready to murder somebody because y'all don't know how to handle stuff. Right. All this stuff like that. Meanwhile, our mother's sister's daughters, you know, are handling things. Cousins are understanding like, well, bitch, we've been going through this for a long time. We know how to be strong and stay strong. And so y'all need to take a page from Oprah's book, Michelle's brand new book that I pre-ordered, all that stuff to learn how to be better because this is a mess that y'all keep 
voting for people who keep y'all in the back, in the corner. What was that? What was it they told you in Dirty Dancing? Don't keep baby in the corner. Y'all, but y'all choosing to stay there. You need to get out and stop doing this and actually be better. Do better, white women. You had a sexy ass man running in Texas. You had Beto running, and for some reason, y'all, what, 58% or whatever, voted for Ted Cruz. I was like, damn, not even sexy men can get y'all together. I'm just like, oh, okay. And that's our political rant for the day. <laughs> our political rant for the day. Well, let's go ahead and get into the tea. <laughs> yes, because we have, it is overfloweth. Yes. So where we want to start? Let's see, let's work. Let's just get like the small stuff. So, you know, Avengers... Four is coming, and they announced it's going to be about three hours. Um, so, I, you know, we sat through, what, two and a half hours with the first half of, you know, Infinity War, and I'm like, okay, what? what's 30 more minutes? <laughs> I mean, we here for it. Yeah, as long as y'all make um, Captain America, you know, he's shirtless for a minute, or, you know, something like that. Give us at least 20 minutes of that. We'll be, we'll be good. That motherfucker could be, never mind. Yeah, we don't need to go down that road. but you know yeah but you know i'm fine with it because it's a big story you know it's a lot that happened we have other people we need to get involved you know to see um you know they could be surprising us and be like this is how you know you know some movies they do that 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 whole little talking ending like how things change Mm -hmm. that you start seeing like the changes like you may see um, a shadow of the Fantastic Four, or you may see Xavier, you know, doing something. Like, who knows what they're going to do? But I'm excited for it because it is going to be the final chapter of this phase. So do what y'all have to do. My money's already ready. Did you see that uh, Chris Evans, uh, his Twitter stat, his Twitter, uh, his tweet that he said uh, after production wrapped up? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It was just like, he was like, Oh, thank you for, you know, allowing me to do this. And thanks for the fans. And I miss, I will miss it. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, Oh, it's really, this is really alpha. I know. I'm like, like, you doing this to me. I don't need this emotional stress. Like, and then, you know, we worried about him. Like he, like he he about to die for real. (laughs) But that's sad, but that's the impact that movie has. And, you know, it's going to be like, it's going to be a little sad because it's going to be the turning of the guard. It's going to be so many things. Um, But, you know, I'm glad that, you know, you think about it, it's been 10 years of this. So it's going to be, of course, let's move on to the next phase. Of course, let's see the people take, you know, a hold of that. And at the same time, we also saw that Disney, you know, they're right on the heels of it all. They've already was it Disney Plus, whatever the name of that is? Their streaming service is about to go down. They've already mm-hmm. got everybody What's set and ready. They said sometime next year, right? Yeah. And I yeah. guess I'll shell my little, what, 10 7 or $10. I mean, I, we'll see what y'all got. I still haven't shelled out money for the Titans. Because um, I'm supposed to be on Netflix. I'm just waiting on that. But Right. That's what I'm waiting on, too. Because I'm not... I want to get it, but I want to get... Once the DC uh, streaming service comes to the PS4, then I'll get it. And hopefully it will be the same for Disney streaming service. Now, they said um, the in the U.S. for the Disney streaming service, a basic plan will be $7.99. A standard plan, which says, I, I guess it means like you can watch it on two different screens, is $10.99. 
and the premium plan, which is available in ultra uh, high def and up to four screen is $13.99, which, you know, it's not yeah. too terribly. Um, they said it's some point to set to launch in 2019, late 2019. And it's supposed to have like at least 7,000 episodes of television and 500 movies available to stream, which is a lot, a hell of a lot. And there's a lot of uh, live action takes like the lady in a tramp, a Peter Pan, a sorcerer in a stone or the sword in the stone. Reboots who three men and a baby, which honestly, when weren't they just in like a polyamorous relationship and somebody just wanted the baby and I was like, okay, let's just do this. I think that would be more interesting. Yeah, that would be. And they were, you know, you, you, if you go back to the original movie, you know, I think two out of three of the fathers were fine. So, I mean. Why not? Yeah, why not? Like have, like the the regular couple and then maybe like the other boy could be like the play, the play person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is, I'm doing way too much. Well, no, they could, but as long as you know, some everybody has their own agency. You know. Yes. Yes, we, we don't need, we don't need any type of noodles and beef type situation. So y'all, need. right? We're not uh, injecting what silicone and cement mm. into uh, folks' balls. Now, so y'all need. Yeah, it could be like that, that as long as everybody is understanding the roles and and you know, there's some agency there. Go for it. Right. But yeah, I think I'll probably get it. Hopefully, if it, like I said, it comes up on um, PS4. Yeah. So I, the, so I can have a PS4 um, app for it. But yeah, you know, it was it was bound to happen. That's true. And they have been talking about it forever. And you know, Chris Evans can have him a red table um, confessions on there too, like Jada. Like if you know something like that, you know, that'd be cute. Yeah. So you could talk about because you know, you know, there's there's a video where he really talks about his anxiety and depression. I'm like, Oh my God, poor thing. I'm like, well, that's what he could do. He could sit there and talk to people about how he's dealing with it. And you know, that'll be, I'm sure people will watch this, you know, for other reasons, but we, I guess you'll learn something too at the same time. Right. What's the, the actress that plays the uh, Scarlet Witch, uh, Olsen. Yeah. Elizabeth Olsen. She was talking about, um, somebody had asked a question about how do you deal with uh, anxiety and whatnot. And, and she says she deals with it. She's been diagnosed and it's hard for her sometimes to get out the bed. And I was like, well, shit, it's, you never know what folks are going through, mm-hmm. especially even if they have what you call success and you know, got all this admiration and all this money, but you know, they can't even get out of bed to enjoy it. You know, on a side note, when my mom, my mom was diagnosed with bipolar and she when she told us she told back when i was in college she told us i'm always amazed you know of that getting out of the bed thing because she was like there was i'm always like how did you do it because you had not only get up but deal with three of us Mm -hmm. you know go to work make sure we had everything together make sure all the bills were paid and you know my stepfather was in and out of incarceration at the time so i'm just like how did you do all this with dealing with that? So yeah, you never know. It's just like, wow, how do you, it's amazing what, you know, people who are going through depression, what they push themselves to do, or, you know, you just, you know, my hat's always off to people who are dealing with that because it's just a lot. And we, I think for those of us who are, who don't, we take for granted a lot of things that's way. So I'm always like, wow, for y'all to do that. I'm like, 
I'm glad you, you know, you're figuring out the way to help yourselves and all this good stuff, but good Lord. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So moving on, let's, uh, let's talk about Castlevania. You know, the first season was, you know, you know, the first season was cute. You know, you had Dracula telling these hoes, like, I told y'all, you know, you know, first you, you mess with my wife, you murdered. I told y'all, y'all had, what, 30 days to get out. Y'all still stayed up here like I didn't say nothing. And then, you know, got the team together. This season, there was a lot, there was so much. This could have been a damn, I want Emmy Awards. Because there was some there was some there was some dramatics, in a right? So this quick little spoiler um, is gonna be, well, this quick little review is gonna be spoiler alert. So y'all bear in mind. I I thought that Dracula, like he started down a road that he really wasn't that invested in, mm-hmm. and because his. The council was like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to kill everybody. He was like, okay, yeah, I guess we'll go with it. But he really didn't have the heart in, the heart to go with it. He like, he wasn't invested in it. He was like, I guess, since y'all want it, let's do it. That, and I felt sexual tension between Alucard and Trevor. Mm-hmm. I thought they, they should have been a couple much more than uh, Selfie. What's his name, Sophia? Yeah. Uh, rather than uh, her and Trevor. But I like the way she kind of did it. You know, she was like, I want to travel with you, like, together. Like, she was like, she was like, let me tell you in the best way I can get you to get where I'm trying to get at. Like, I right. like that moment. I was like, okay, I see what you're trying to do. You're trying, you're trying to make sure he, uh, he like, look, I'm not trying to, we're not trying to play, you know, jacks. I'm trying to, like, let's do this together. You mm-hmm. and me. I mean, I appreciate that, but no, I can see that because Alucard, with his fine self, you know, and he, you know, he has that tortured, you know, spirit about him anyway, because he needed right. too, just like his daddy, and you know, the moments we just gonna, we're gonna kind of spoil it for y'all, but when they confronted each other, that was a lot, but it was that one moment when Dracula realized what was going down when he saw that picture. He's like, what the fuck am I doing? He said, I am killing. He he looked at. He said to his wife, "I am killing our son." I was like, I was like, oh my god! That's that kind of hit me because it was that moment he realized what he was doing. He was and he stopped. And he said, "You know, go ahead." Just, and I was like, "Good lord!" I mean, it was like you were like he was already not half assed into this, but when he you saw the glory and might of his power, but at that point he was like, it just hit him like, what am I doing? You saw actually a little bit of humanity, yeah, in Dracula, which is so odd because he's not—he's not human. Yeah, um, I love the battles. The when they actually broke into the castle, and everybody was like, when they first broke in, and I was like, oh wait, that's a human smell, and everybody stopped and looked. I was like, oh, it's going down, and a selfie is that bitch. With her magic, how she's uh, the homeboy was sliding up on the riding up on the ice, and then she lifted it up and slid him in half. I was like, Oh, she yeah, is, that, she I mean, is fatigue. That is that's magic, 
that is supreme level magic. I was like, she was not playing. I love the way she was going after people. She wasn't afraid. And I love that they didn't make her like, my magic is half good. Because you know, sometimes in this stuff like this, they'll be like, they, they won't have strong magic. It'll be like moments. So it's like, oh, you had a strong moment. But mm-hmm. her magic was on point fighting that council. And that council, see, this is why Dracula should have been like, let me, he should have kept his two humans. Actually, no, kept the one, kept the black one. Because the other one. Because Isaac was a ride or die. I am that bitch. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to hold you down, nigga. Because he's like, listen, I will fight with, with you for you in life and death. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a bad. That's who I went on my team. That's what I'm saying. And I see he and we need more on him because when Dracula saved him and when he was put out there as desert and what he did out in that desert, he was like, bitch, if you come for me, <laughs> I'm going to take everything you got. Everything you got. I was like, okay, so basically y'all need to leave Isaac Law. Mm-hmm. But that other hoe. Hector. Hector, well... Uh, Carmilla said it best. He was like, he was just a puppy and she was reading them motherfuckers for filth. She's like, all of y'all are man child. And if y'all ain't going to do it right, then I'll just fucking do it myself. And she was a bad bitch. I loved how she told Hector to uh, re- uh, reanimate that priest mm-hmm. and how he, she was like, bless his water. I was like, what the hell is going on? And when the Dracula's guards started moving across the bridge and they broke that, busted up that bridge and everybody started dying in that water. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, okay. So she don't play. Yeah. And I like that, you know, we, we got to see her because we, we see that she's trying to be, she's trying to take over everything. And she's trying to be the next Supreme. Basically. And she's not playing. And I love how she was, yeah, she was, the way she was treating Hector, kicking him, like, oh, I was like, dang, just, she is no joke. And I was like, I knew you about to come in here and start up some stuff. I already know. But it was just, this was a very good season. Oh, my God. It was such a good season. Um, I love how we learn a little bit more about each of the characters. Um, it makes you really excited for the next season, who we're going to be dealing with. Um, but well, yeah. you know it's going to be Hector has his army. Mm-hmm. Carmilla has hers, and I don't think Dracula's actually dead. I'm just gonna really put that out. I don't think he's dead because in the video games, mm-hmm. he you would, would kill him, but he would always come back. You know, he's just like that rash that just won't go away. Oh. So um, I think he's he's still around. One of those Phoenix moments where he came up out of the fire. I I I, I think. I don't know. I feel like, no, I want him to stay there because it was just that moment. Just, I guess that moment when, when he realized that he, he, you know, he needs to just go. It, it was just like, wow. But, you know, Alucard, which I felt bad because, you know, it ended with him in tears. You know, he was just like, you know, that's, he's, I mean, a part of me is like, I think he's conflicted because that's his father. He loved his father, but now he doesn't have any family. His yeah. mother and father is gone. At least he had both. And if somebody posted that picture of him and his family, you know, that portrait, and I was like, oh, no. Because it is like when they were happy, you know, before all of this, when Dracula was trying to really understand humanity and, you know, 
it was so much with that. And I was like, wow. And so, and it's funny that his name is Alucard because if you don't know everybody, Alucard is Dracula backwards, mm-hmm. um, which is also the name of the anime of all time, Helsing. And I'll fight anybody on that. But because Alucard is the name of that, is Dracula in that show. But I'm just saying that I love the fact that, but I want to know more about Alucard um, just because I think Alucard is queer. Yeah. He has to be. And I want to see it. I want to see him with somebody in the next season to help him out. Because, you know, he's lost everything. Not lost everything. Yeah, he has to go back because we don't want him to go back to sleep. (laughs) We need somebody to, to hold him and, you know, and to be there for him. Poor thing. Get off off that Sigley Possipedic. (laughs) But yeah, if you haven't, go check out Castlevania Season 2. It's eight episodes, like about 25 minutes each. And it goes by Get through it. Yeah, you can get through it like in a couple of hours. Can we talk about the War Council, like the the Asian uh, vampire? Because she was, I want to know about her. I want to know about actually all of the the war yeah. councils because we only talked about Godbrand and I really don't give a fuck about Godbrand because I knew I could see a long, uh, a mile away that somebody was gonna get that motherfucker out of here. <laughs> I love the diversity of them and I love their costumes and they look and just the majestic like the the how they were just majestic in so many ways. And you're right, they were royalty. They were royalty. Yes, and I love that look about them. I love the guards. It was just so much about it. Like now, I'm, I'm gonna go back and Google all of them because yes, yeah, she was no joke, too. And I just love how they all work together. But it was, I want to know more. But now I feel like there's another council we don't know about. I think Carmilla's gonna get her these people together to where we're gonna see all types of just mm-hmm. beautiful darkness. <laughs> we'll see what's gonna happen with that. Yes, indeed. So, in some movie news, the uh, villain for Birds of Prey has been announced, and it will be Black Mask, Mm -hmm. and uh, Roman Sayanas will be played by none other than Ewan McGregor. I can can deal with that. Yeah, I'm like, eh, we'll we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Because, you know, he's really good as an actor anyway. Um... And he's played multiple type of roles. You know, he was um, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the earlier, you know, Star Wars. I guess people don't talk about that one anymore, but that series. Um, But he, you know, this would be interesting to see um, just because, you know, Black Mask is no joke. Black Mask has done some horrific things um, in the comics. And I think he fed Catwoman a human person or something like that at one point so he is no joke um and i think that'll be neat i hope again as we said before we hope it's a focus on the other birds of prey not just harley yes Uh, harley's not ruby told she was not really a part of them for a long ass time so that's why i'm just like let's just keep that in mind there's lady you know there's so many other members of this team. So let's really get into that. Let's just really get into that. Yes. And I uh, I don't think we un- covered it, but uh, Oz- Rosie Perez is going to is set to play uh, Renee Montoya. Hmm. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So they really want my money. <laughs> they want our money. They want our attention. It's going to be a diverse cast. Um, and it's, I'm hoping it's going to be a good story. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're going to be looking forward to it. And, and if you, if y'all, if you, have, if you actually pay attention to what's happening in DC right now, it, what they are releasing is, it's a, it's a very diverse flock of movies. You know, they have Wonder Woman 84. We have, you know, we have um, Aquaman coming out in a few months or whatever, whatever about in a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have Shazam. Was, that's a little bit of everything that's going on with that. And then we have um, this movie coming out um, that we do know of. And then I guess there's a Harley movie coming out. And I'm not really going to mention the Joker one because that's not really in that universe. So, <laughs> um it's a pretty good mix of movies. Um, they already shading Aquaman though. So, which is sad because I think Aquaman is going to be long and people already call it a mediocre movie should not be long. I'm like, we haven't, there's been no reviews yet. That's just, just wait. But um, anyway, with Black Mask, this is a good villain. This is a, a dark villain. Um, and, and, you know, hopefully it will give us, you know, some some thrills in this movie. But I, again, I, I'm afraid of DC going so dark. I mean, luckily they do have Shazam, and, and Aquaman is not as dark. But I, I kind of want them to get out of that whole Jack Schneider darkness phase, you know. Just, Please, yes. You know, he's still out here trying to defend the whole Martha thing. I'm like, girl, we're not. We don't move on. Like, how long ago did that movie come out? <laughs> When we started, <laughs> so, yeah, like we started this podcast at 2016, and you are still talking about that motherfucking movie. Yeah. Like, please, like build a bridge and get over it. Yeah, like we we're not asking those questions anymore. Like, nobody's asking about that. That's something that you did. We're moving on. We're looking for better, bigger, and better things. So, right. But yes, Black Mass is coming, and it's going to be fun. I wonder how, again, I wonder how Dr. going to make him, because he is no joke. But, you know, we'll see how this movie goes. Yeah, we'll see. <sighs> so let's get into some more TV stuff. So Drag Race. <laughs> Drag Race has been announced. So they're doing a holiday competition. Mm-hmm. And it will, it's just like a, a one-off, hopefully one-off thing that will set to return on Friday, December 7th. And it will have contestants Eureka O'Hara, Jasmine Masters, Shangela, Kim Chi, Latrice Royale, Mayhem Miller, Sonique, and Trixie Mattel. <sighs> I really don't give a shit. I don't want to see Eureka again. I'm, I don't want to see Trixie again. I like why? What? What is? What's the purpose? Yeah, Just to cash in on some more Drag Race stuff. Why, Ru? Yeah. Well, I saw uh, Trixie. I was like, really, Trixie? Uh, isn't the point of this is once you win? You move on, you know. Vanessa Williams, when she won, she didn't come back. <laughs> well, they wouldn't let her back. Then, right. She, back, she moved on, got her Grammy, got TV shows and films. And blew it's the like, fuck up. 
<laughs> yes, and now she's a legend. So, isn't that the point? And nobody wants to see Eureka. I mean, no shade. And I don't no, know why she was... It'll be all shade. I mean, bitch ain't gonna fight me. That's for damn sure. That's true. Shit. And, and I think you mentioned, like, well, <laughs> you got some black queens there, so how long will it take for them to get respected? Oh, yeah, that. In addition to this holiday special, they're doing another season of All Stars 4. And the cast of All Stars 4 is... They have Manila Luzon, Latrice Royale, Gia Gunn, mm-hmm. Jasmine Masters, Naomi Smalls, mm-hmm. uh, Moans, mm-hmm. Valentina, Monique Hart, and Monet Exchange. And I'm like, you got five black queens trans here. as well. Right, you have a trans woman who identifies as trans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, A, how long is this going to take for the fans to come after the Black Queens again? How long is it going to take for Rue to say something transphobic to Gia? And also, how quickly Rue is going to screw over all five of the Black Queens? Mm. And also, I forgot, uh, Trinity Taylor is in that group too, as far as uh, returning. So I'm like, I don't know if we want to do a, a live tweet of this. I'm just not invested in drag race as I thought I was before. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I, I think more, not only because I, I, I'm in drag like 24-7, it's just all the bullshit Rue has said. And I'm like, do I really want to give that any validity or any audience towards that? I I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like in the age of Pose, I think there's going to be some slight changes because I feel like this show has, because of Pose, I feel like things may be shifting to where it's like, well, bitch, if you can't get this together, we're just, this is coming out, this is coming up next year and we have a new place to go um so and not to compare again because that was another whole situation happened over the weekend too but it's a place where um queers of color are are put in a, in a positive light then that's where most of us will go if we can't get it from this so i feel like that rue has heard all of the stuff all of the things from the public and he will have a choice to either follow through or to get shut down. So I think this time, I think we're more ready to come after them if they come, you know, if they come like they did before. And I think they don't want the smoke. So that's why I'm hoping for the best. But I do think that the minute we see our queens disrespected, they're about to get shattered. Right. We'll see. I mean... Don't expect a, a like a live tweet, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. Yeah, and then like after after All Stars, season eleven is going to start. Okay, doing a lot. Yeah, I'm like all of that time for track race. <laughs> Child, let me go take my ass to Santa Drag Bar. <laughs> um. We won't spend a lot of time on this because it's already been talked about a lot, but you know, Reverend Wilson made a mistake. She got cleaned up about 
thinking that she was the only um, um, plus size woman to have a rom-com movie, which I was like, that's not true. Everybody knows that. Um, so she had her Samson moment where she thought she was only one and Twitter got her together. She was blocking a lot of people. We got blocked. Mm-hmm. And hold on. We didn't even ask you though. And you blocked <laughs> us. That's the problem. Oh, so we got blocked. Um, and I think her publicist or somebody be like, you can't alienate these people. But you know, the neat thing was, I think everybody got educated about, you know, you think about Queen Latifah, you think about Monique, you think about Ricky Lake. Now, I want to talk about Ricky Lake because we all, everybody was talking about everybody else, but let's just talk about Ricky well, Lake. This is meant to born. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Ricky Lake? I'm like, Ricky Lake, you know, she busted on the scene. I mean, Hairspray is an iconic film. Hairspray has become a broadway musical another movie um even they did a live version on nbc with queen latifah in it Mm -hmm. it was all about being um a plus size woman and ricky lake did it first and that was was she did it first starting with you know starting the whole franchise and Mm -hmm. so and we all knew Ricky Lake because of that stuff. We knew Ricky Lake from other things. She did other stuff as well. And then her show, talked about that all the time. But again, we talk about rom-coms, and that was a rom-com. I mean, again, Hairspray, started off a lot of things. Queen Latifah, we all know. Queen Latifah was having fine-ass men fight over her and living single every season. Listen, she had... She had Alonzo. She had Scooter. She had... Um, Grant fucking heel. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's not act like Khadijah, Kafija, James was not bagging these fine ass niggas. Like, come on now. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. I'm surprised. You know, and I was surprised. I was always rooting for Scooter anyway, because I want a Scooter. But, you know, the point is. A Scooter's I, finer now. He's still fine he, now. Oof. Well, get this all day, every day. So, I'm just up for going. Yeah, I think you could have done a couple of Googles. You know, I even watched I even watched Fat Girls, and it, it's not the best movie. It does have um, that uh, that the the cute her cute guy in there. I forgot his name, but he's been in several other things. Uh, also had Jack Noseworthy in there, who was the white manager, but he's also gay, and he was in Dead at Twenty One, and he was a crush of mine. But anyway, the point is, <laughs> there were others. She should acknowledge. She now acknowledged. I do appreciate that she kind of, I appreciate that she kind of woke up out of, out of that weird haze and got it together. But this is for the rest of y'all. Y'all need to research before you claim before you claim you are the first. Just do a quick Google search. It will take you fifteen minutes. Like that's the issue. Like you shouldn't. If somebody says, "Hey, you're not the first to do something," or your information is wrong, here's the actual information. Mm-hmm. Don't all of a sudden say, "Oh," like her um, her reasoning behind her uh, saying that she's the first plus size. She's like, "Oh, they technically weren't plus size." I'm like, "Bitch, big is big, okay? <laughs> Let's just get that out the way. Big is big, and." Them saying this is not negating any of the accomplishments or what you, whatever you're doing. You're just not the first. Yeah. And it'll be okay. You're still doing good stuff, you know. But 
I mean, she's still doing stuff. Let's pitch, pitch Perfect is annoying as fuck. Also, the first one was good. The rest of them could have been put in a box. What I'm sick think? of these white bitches singing. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I'm sick of these these halfers trying to harmonize every goddamn pop song, and I, every don't everything don't need to be harmonized. All right, so you don't. So you're not a fan of acapella. I'm not a fan of white acapella. Because you know how it just seems so, uh, it just grates my gears, y'all. It just grates my gears. You would have hated um, living in Ithaca, New York. Because when I was there, I mean, my ex was in acapella. Uh huh. He was in acapella. You know, they were good. I would give them that. They were Ithaca something. I forgot the name of them, but. Um, he and they still I think they're still going on, but he was in <laughs> he was in the Ithacapella. I think it's Ithacapella, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, he was in Acapella, and that's when I got you know into it. Well, not into it, but that's why I got exposed to it because it's big up in upstate New York, and they do all these little competitions. And y'all know I work in universities, so every university I've worked into have have worked that has an acapella group that we have to invite, you know, to like you know. To like welcome students and that's always a questionable thing but you know it's it's something that it's tradition and i'm saying like that because i probably have to invite her anyway um but yeah acapella is something else but you know you know you know i think of, what was that group shy back in the day girl don't give me the line but uh, <laughs> they did the if i ever fall in love and they- oh yes yes so that was that's- that was yeah but they Black, weren't they? Yes. You saw, <laughs> my point is, like, whatever the name of that group, they have a black person in it. I thought the name. I don't know if that's not the name of the group, but they they are famous for. Girl, anyway. In <laughs> <laughs> any fucking way. <laughs> <Some acapella. laughs> Lord, I'm like, <laughs> I, people, I bet we got. Some people listen to us like I'm an acapella bitches. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, good, good for you. You know, because if you're not good, because there's some acapella groups I have listened to in my former institution. I listened to it. I'm like, what? Who invited y'all? Because it would not have been me. I mean, acapella. It has <laughs> like I'm not negating that it don't take some talent to do acapella. Yeah. I just don't like when a lot of white acapella groups do all of these pop songs and they, you know, do their little spin on it. It's just like, ugh, girl, can you not? Especially if I didn't even like the pop song to begin with. Yeah. It's just like, just stop. Can you just... I'll never forget when I heard someone, a group do Crazy in Love and they were trying to do that moment when Beyonce kind of did that little run. And I was like, you will not do this in my face today. See, that's what I'm talking about. <sighs> so, you know, if you, if you have the voice, great. If you do not, don't sing lead. So, <laughs> anything else? Do we have a whole table? Uh, we got one more. Uh, so, Overwatch announced oh, that they are com- uh, coming up with a new character. Mm-hmm. Her name is Ash. She'll be a... Uh, She'll be a hit scan type uh, character, and she's already available on the the PTR. 
Now, she uses a, a shotgun called the Viper. And her ability is her Omnic ally. Basically, his name is Bob, comes out and protects protects her and the her other allies and this i didn't see gameplay yet but she looks cool mm-hmm. however when she gets actually announced well once she becomes available to the console users console users will actually have to reinstall the whole game now this game <clears throat> excuse me the game is uh like 13 gigs i think but regardless i have never seen a patch require their users or the, the players to reinstall the whole game mm-hmm. and that is a lot to reinstall so that's i mean that's one thing the other thing is a lot of black female gamers were reasonably up in arms that Overwatch has announced yet another character who isn't black. Now, Overwatch has, they have a Chinese, I think she's Chinese. Yes, Chinese character. They have an Egyptian character. They have, I would say, Symmetra is some sort of Middle Eastern or Indian. They have a fucking hamster. They have a robot. They have a robot ninja. So people asking for a black character is not out of the, a black female character is not out of the, it's not reasonable. Well, not unreasonable. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have Doomfist and he's a black male. So Y'all know y'all can do it. And I saw renderings or sketches of Ash, this new upcoming character, and she actually was black. But then they changed her skin to white. Yeah, I saw that. So I'm like, why a lot of black female gamers play Overwatch? A lot of the ones that I play with play Overwatch. So why are you consistently shitting on a big chunk of your audience like it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense and people telling everybody else oh you're doing too much or you should just wait or yada 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 you know if this was if all of the characters were black a lot of people would be up in arms saying oh well what's the white one or if all the characters were black female some of y'all niggas will say, oh, so y'all just don't care about the black male? Oh, this is just the uh, society being harsh on black ma- masculinity and yada, 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 and just open your third eye and say woke type bullshit that y'all always motherfucking do. So just, just let people be upset about it. And if it, you don't have to say anything about it. Just, if it don't apply, let it fly. It's it's really I've seen a lot of a lot of niggas say, oh, y'all just like to complain or oh woke Twitter is doing the most right now. And I'm like, you know, a lot of these 
people you say that are in woke Twitter are always fight is also fighting for shit on your behalf too. So just I'm just niggas. Point blank, niggas. I think that it, well, a lot of people. I don't know because I go back and forth, and we'll get into it in our king size issue. But I think sometimes you can be. I've heard the phrase, the phrase, um, "You're you're so woke that you are insomnia." And I, there are sometimes I'm like, okay, some of y'all are, y'all can y'all have found a lot, and you know, sometimes I go back and forth, and I'll say this many times i go back and forth there's times i'm like yes point that out i'm like but there's times i'm like okay mm, not everything needs a racial kaleidoscope <laughs> but I, I i i do see where we could have had the fact that we could have had um a, a different a woman of color for ace ash i just really would have been that would have been nice and i hate that i saw all those other pictures i'm like we could have went there but she went there she would have been badass regardless she could have been you know, green, and she still would have been badass. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it, 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 it's interesting the takes that I was w- looking at when it came to that, because it was a lot of like, mm, and I was, and there was a lot of like, okay, it was a lot of that. So I was like, I don't think that we're it, we're not going to ever come to a conclusion with this particular character. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the character, regardless. Mm-hmm. And Blizzard and Blizzard gave some half-ass reach around answer, and I'm like, girl, that didn't make sense. Yeah. But whatever, y'all are gonna. Oh, uh, Blizzard is gonna do what they need gonna do. Yeah. But anywho, That's true. All right. Well, let's go ahead. And let's get into our king size issue, um, which is somewhat of, a little bit of what we talked about earlier. But we're going to talk about um, people of color in in the genre and how it, how things are being looked at when it comes to people of color versus them being the supernatural being versus them being a person of color. But also looking at the, you know the still ongoing battle about people of color being villains um, in certain roles we're supposed to play and not to play. Um, the reason why we're talking about this today is because not too long ago, Sabrina came out. So if, if y'all haven't been watching or notice we did a live tweet of Sabrina for three days, um, Sabrina, the teenage witch or the, uh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina um, came out on Netflix. Um, and we did watch all the episodes and we kind of, you know, you know, there was, you know, some good parts, bad parts. And overall, I think people kind of enjoyed the series. Um, but there was um, a couple of things that happened that kind of sparked a different view of how we look at race and supernatural and characters and what have you. So there is one particular scene where it was, they are dealing with harrowing. And harrowing is kind of the, the hazing that is done to the new witches that go to this witch school. And Sabrina, I forgot the name of the school, but it's kind of a the one the academy for it's, it's called like the academy or something but um, it's like basically hogwarts for witches yeah it is but it's just but, it, but sabrina's world this is spoilers um witches are truly from satan 
it, they do not shy away from that. The whole thing is them being all about Satan, hell Satan. Like the, it's about Satan. Um, so it's not like you know ambiguous witchcraft. It's like comes from the earth and from the moon, and it's not that route at all. It's not even the route that we see from American Horror Story or what you've seen in other or um, Vampire Diaries or even True Blood. It's based on Satan. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there's a scene, there's a thing called heroin, and it's kind of the hazing piece. And there are the Weird Sisters. And the Weird Sisters are these three badass young witches, um, two of them are color. One is, I think, one is biracial, but I think she's half black, half white, I think. Um, and then there's an Asian and there's a white woman. Um, and they, um, they are hazing the hell out of Sabrina, but at one point there are, they put a noose around her neck but she does something to where they use the ghost of the, of the kids who died from heroin, um, actually hung the weird sisters. And as I said before, one of them is black, um, Mary Shaw black, or pretty much she has black in her. She was hung. Um, and then all of a sudden there was an outpour of just criticism on that saying that how dare you lynch a black woman on, on TV and a lot of you understand history of that. And I saw it and a part of me was like, and this is just my opinion, I saw, I was like, okay, I get where y'all are coming from, but I also realized that, you know, one of the grand punishments of witches was hanging. That mm-hmm. is well known. In fact, if you go back and look at the Salem witch trials, which again, they, they reference a lot. Right. They talk about that. And if you look at, I think it, out of, it was 19 deaths, I think 16 of the deaths were hanging, were hangings. Um, that is one of the known next to being drowned in the water hanging and burning, those are the top three that, that dealt with the punishment for witches. So my whole thing was, and I was like, I didn't look at it as a racial issue. I looked at it more as she's a witch. And if you watch the series, they talk, the whole thing about Sabrina is she's half human, half witch. So witch is another, considered another race, if you want to say it that way. So I was, my argument that I had for people was like, well, let's look at it, the fact that as witches, they don't probably look at race the same way as we look at race as humans. So, they, you know, who they don't look at it as you hanging a black woman. They look at it as you hanging a witch. Right. And so I saw the arguments and there was think pieces and threads and, you know, people that I respect, you know, on the opposite end. And I even jumped in to say, well, I don't really see that. I, I don't. Um, I think one of the writers wrote for Teen Vogue actually wrote about it, but there was a counterpart to it from another writer who said, mm, not really. And I kind of agree with the other writer because I found it like, this is more about witchcraft. I don't really look at it as, as that, but they also went as far as talk about prudence. And that's the character I'm talking about. Um, prudence about her being like, why does she have to be the evil girl and Sabrina is the good girl. I'm like, why are we going this far down the rabbit hole that we don't really have to go down this far? It made me think about the fact that we are still not comfortable with us being villains, regardless of what the issue is. I didn't look at it as, okay, she's the bad girl versus Sabrina's being a good girl. I looked at it, well, it would have been either way. If Sabrina was black, there would have been a white bad girl or it could have been a asian bad girl i don't look at it i, I guess i didn't and that's why i always say the racial clients go i don't use that for everything i like seeing people of color as villains because i feel like that takes away that whole monolithic view that we can never be nothing but this particular type of character right um, we are 
every type of way. I love that so much because, you know, think, I think of, sadly, I hate to even use Omarosa, but the reason why Omarosa became so popular is because she was a black villain that we haven't seen anything like that in a long time. And that's what kept her in the limelight was the fact that, oh my God, that's a black villain. Um, but it's neat that we have villains that are of color. You know, hell, I didn't see this type of smoke for Killmonger. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it was, we were more, so was just lusting after Killmonger. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, at the same time, I, I don't, there's times I see, I don't see that type of smoke for black males as villains as much as I will see black women or women of color as villains. Obviously something a little different from there. If I'm missing something, I would love to hear from y'all, but I just felt like we were at that moment where, and Nick, you remember when we interviewed Christy Marks, she talked about how the whole ghetto was supposed to be black. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and she, they didn't want to make Jetta black because then, you know, growing up, the 80s was such a a time to have positivity and, you know, all of this, you just say no, yada, 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 this, that, and third. And they felt like being Jetta being black would have a negative connotation. Yeah. Especially to the audience they were trying to reach. So, yeah. And I, and I, I, I welcome, I mean, I understood that because I was back in the 80s, but we're in 2018. I feel like at this point, it's great to have a, a person of color as a protagonist. Somebody was, and, you know, and as you watch more of Sabrina, Prudence is not a villain. She is a person who is very, she's passionate about being a witch. She is passionate about being, you know, top of her game. That is no different than what we've seen from white characters. That is no different than what we see from white male characters. Prudence was giving us her young view of what it is to be, um, she wanted to be the best. She wanted to be the top of her game. And I don't really see anything wrong with that. Um, it's interesting because I know we love Maya Pope. That's a villain. <laughs> and as a black woman. So I guess I was kind of conflicted with, you know, we didn't see the same smoke from Maya, but we see the same smoke for prudence and again that's just my opinion nick i, I wonder what did you think especially about that particular scene and how did you feel about the kind of the, the backlash about that i felt that uh, i can much like you i understand where it's coming from uh, i feel like black people are very we're sensitive on a lot of subjects because stuff in society has not changed that much for us. It's just, it hasn't gotten so much as better. It's just changed in a way that is not visible as far as crimes against us mm -hmm. in whatever manner. Now, I enjoyed Prudence because she is not the typical black villain you know i felt like she she was on top of her game like you said she loved being a witch and she was going to use that to her advantage and it's like with any if it was a man in the role then i don't think we would be having this kind of discussion but because it's a, a black woman now everybody wants to analyze and overanalyze and psychoanalyze and all of these things to 
trying to understand the character. And a lot of this analyzation is coming from white character, well, white people. So I, I just, I feel like sometimes a white opinion on a black character shouldn't matter as much as an opinion coming from that specific group. You know what I mean? It's just, we can understand the, the nuances and all of this underlying stuff that, you know, a white audience can. And I don't feel that we should have to explain it or have to give all of these reasons to that white audience why this character is A, B, or C. And maybe that's just me being, I don't know, um, tired of having to explain stuff over and over to white people and they're still not understanding it. Mm -hmm. Much like the incident um, with Friday Mm -hmm. on Twitter. It's just, I don't know. I'm tired of explaining why characters are a certain way or why a character is that way to a white audience when they really don't care to begin with. Yeah. And I also, you know, and I think we're still, when it, when it comes to us, as people of color, I think we're still holding on to some of those, we're still kind of in bondage about what we can be and what we can't be too. And so I, I feel like while in, for a white audience, you know, it's always interesting to see their views of it. But I'm always more fascinated because I expect white views to be kind of, you know, messy. <laughs> but I guess it hits me when I see it from people of color because I'm like, okay, I don't, I, it's always like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say we're not, we're not in this genre enough. And then when we are, well, we can't be like this. So I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> like we, yes, we, do, we can't be slaves in every genre. I agree with that. But I think that when we have opportunities to be, you know, in the gray or be completely evil or be overly good, I think that is great. I, I think we need to be able to see ourselves in different ways. Um, because again, we, we're not monolithic. We, we're, not, we, we're not just the sidekick. We can be, again, the ruthless leader that has slaughtered millions. You know, we can be all of that. And that should be welcomed. Um, And I don't want to see any more think pieces about why we, if we are that person and the white person is a good person. Like, no, no, no. Let's let's focus on the fact that we have have a new different type of view of us as characters. Let's see where we go with this. You know, I don't see, well... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it like this, but I've never seen, I've never seen it yet. Uh, maybe I've missed it. I might have to Google it. So I will hold off saying that, that it doesn't exist. I just have not seen um, Jewish people be upset about Magneto. Um, and it might be out there and I'll have to Google it to see it. But, you know, I always wonder, do people bring that heat on that character because Magneto is Jewish? Um you know, so I always wonder when we are ha- when we do see characters of color in so many different roles within the fantasy sci- sci-fi genre, they are happen to be evil. I don't think we need to challenge that. I don't care if the person is if their if their enemy is a good 
white person. I don't, I don't think everything is looked at racial. Well, how do I say it? I don't think everything is, they see race the way we see race. That's why I mentioned with witches, they're witches. That's their race. They are not even human. So I don't think they even get down in that sense of saying, um, oh, don't do that to prudence because, you know, they they look at it like we were witches. And so they, they, the argument could have been from witches, how dare you do that to your own? I think, it, I think they even said that at one point. How dare you do that to your own? Um, and so I think that was where I was at. But I, I, I guess I'm struggling with how, why we are consistently bothered by us being more than just, we, don't, we all can't be Black Panther. <laughs> and we all can't be um, Misty Knight. There has to be different types of us to, to, to explain, you know, what's going down. That's why I enjoy Black Mariah. And mm-hmm. hey, just why I like those type of characters. Um, Nightshade, you know, if you read Nightshade in the comics, she is ruthless, but she's also a genius. If you look at, um, um, her name is slipping me, but she's albino, but she is black. Um, uh, it starts with an N, um, but you know, she is also evil. Her power is based on hate. Um, so, um, Nucla, something like that. I think it's a Nucla or something like that. She's been, she's fought Spider Woman, she's fought Friday, she's fought black characters. Um, but I like that. Madam Slay, these are, you know, Killmonger, all these people that we've seen who are evil. Uh, Magnus Mosum, Mosum, Moses Magnum. Um, these are black characters that, you know, if you read comics, you see them in the fantasy world. Um, if y'all remember Cy- um, Firefly, um, oh my God, he was in Twelve Years a Slave, but he was the villain in that movie, um, and it was neat to see him as a villain because he didn't think of himself as evil. And I love the fact that he had his philosophy that made you think like you, maybe you have a point. So you know, I I want us to kind of relax in the fact that we are that we can be villains. I think that's fine. We should be able to be everything we can be in, in these genres the same way as white characters have been in these genres. Isn't that the whole point of, the, of this fight is for us to be whatever character we want to be? <laughs> so let's enjoy that. I'm glad Prudence was Black. I'm glad Prudence was, she learned about herself throughout this process. I like that there was things about her that was, you know, that you hated, but you also liked. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and right now she's a popular character. Many people really enjoy her. So I'm always, you know, please, y'all, if I would love to hear your views on it. But I just did not see that to go back to the, the harrowing scene. I don't really see that as anything about black women being or, you know, or any black person being hung. I didn't look at it. That way. I, if it was, if they wasn't, if they wasn't witches, if they were just regular American students, Yes, I would be like, okay, why was that happening? But I, but because there were witches, I guess my mind went there first. Yeah, like you said, I want to see black people in different roles. I don't want us just to be the, the do-gooder type because that means that we have to play into this role or the stereotype that we're always trying to be good and uh, like. I see it every day on Twitter. A lot of you niggas ain't shit. So why can't we just have that ain't shit in our TV and film? Yeah. You're right. You're totally right. 
Anything else on this topic? Um, I'm going to need a wig like uh, Prudence. Either I need it or I have it somewhere because them finger waves was right at a early 90s. I was like, yes, I need them. Yeah, I was mad at those finger waves. I'm like, she made finger waves cool. <laughs> I was like, because you know, I was when I first saw, I was like, okay, you who who authorized this? But then after it was, it got to me. I was like, okay, okay, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm like, yes, just just do just have me do that right now. Shit. <laughs> It's prudence. You can, you know, there's already people do. I've already seen people in drag in in those outfits already. Mm -hmm. I think Taylor, um, friend of the show, um, he posted on Instagram some performances, and there was somebody already in that in those outfits, like the Weird Sisters. I'm like, y'all already crafty bitches, already got these outfits out here already. I'm like, y'all were looking for something new and you got it out there already Mm -hmm. (laughs) well um i think that's about it for today and like always you can find us on twitter we are at megan sheen pod i'm at porter pizzazz victor's at wonder man five you can like rate subscribe to the podcast on soundcloud itunes stitcher and google play uh go to our visit our website at megasheenpod.com like us on Instagram, on Facebook, at Megashine Pod. Uh, let's see. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at megashinepod6 at gmail.com. Anything else before we get up out of here? Um, for all of y'all, if you are thinking about going to Comic-Con, everything is out. Um, so if you want to try to get your tickets i think you may be a little late but um you can try to go ahead and try to register your tickets um and if you are trying to get pro status you need to do that soon um press status comes out next year so those of you who want to get press access that comes out next year as well um one of their presidents just died over the weekend so uh, we'll probably have uh, um, a tweet about that um so you'll see a little more about that particular Person, but the person was very helpful um, for many of us who were trying to do our own thing in the past. So I will have more on that a little bit later. But yeah, if y'all are trying to go to the cons, this is the time because they are putting out all the information about getting your passes. So pay attention. Yes, sir. And with that being said, we will see y'all next time. All right.